Welcome back to another episode of Pulse on the Market. I'm your host, Jaden Brains, founder of Brains Capital, and this show is designed to help you just have an overall sense of the market, how things are going, what you should know, all the important stuff. So let's get right into it. First of all, for the top stocks of the day, we have far more big winners than we do big losers, and I'll just I'll just give you quick updates on the indexes themselves. So the the Dow's up 0.02%, the Nasdaq up 0.6%, S&P up 0.26%, and the 10-year is down 0.87%. And we've seen a, a moderate day. So the CPE report came out today and it was it wasn't better than expected, it wasn't worse, it was just as expected, which is why we're seeing a pretty neutral day in the market. So let's take a look. Uh, so in January, the PCE price index, in excluding food and energy, that rose by 0.4% month over month. So that met the expectation. And this is an increase of 2.8% year over year, which isn't good. The The Fed likes to shoot for that 2% uh, inflation rate, but it is higher than expected uh, or than, than planned, I should say. And the headline PC, which is including food and energy, increased by 0.3% month over month and 2.4% year over year, which is also in line with the expectations. A little update on the jobless claims, which is a good indicator of the strength of the economy because the more people we, we have employed is the more money that's circulating in the economy and it just boosts the overall economy. So the seasonally adjusted initial jobless claims totaled 215000 for the week ending February 24th. So that's up 13000 week over week. Last week we had 202000 So it went up. We've had some companies lay off a lot of people and this is expected. But it's still the the average was two hundred twelve thousand five hundred, which is down three thousand month week over week. So as a month, it wasn't as bad as people expected. I remember my finance professor was showing people getting laid off, companies laying people off, and just said, "We're entering into a recession. This is terrible. Good luck finding a job." Very dramatic. But to be honest, it's not that serious because the jobless claims hasn't been increasing as much as my finance professor believes. And so I think I think we're okay right now. The things that do concern me with the economy as we speak is the inverse yield for the for the ten year bonds and the one year bonds. So the the one year bonds have or yeah yeah let's, let's actually pull up. I'll give you guys the numbers and explain it a little bit. So the ten year uh, the ten year is currently at four point two two nine percent, and the one year. Uh, let's see what is that dang i don't i don't have this pulled up it's kind of difficult to look up but that's because it just crossed my mind and i, I do want to find this because it is good information and the one year is at five so the the one year is currently at a much higher rate than it is the the 30 year and typically the one year has a lower rate than the, the long-term 30-year play so these two are inversed which is not never a good sign because people are 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 saying that the the closer we are to that expiration, the one year is a high a much higher risk than it is thirty years out. So there's just a lot more demand for the one year than there is for the thirty year or for the ten year. And so we're seeing this inverse, which is not a good sign for for the economy. It doesn't signify a recession. It just signifies where the demand is. And right now it's in like it just high volatility for this for this upcoming year 
and yeah, but not not the end of the world. It doesn't mean that it's a guarantee that the the recession happens, but it is a possibility. Uh, just some news on the world, just the world news and political news. So the death toll in Gaza. So the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza reports over thirty thousand deaths since October seventh. So most of these casualties, believe it or not, it's kind of sad. Is is women and children. And the actual toll is actually is most likely a lot higher than it really is, and that's just sad. And Putin warns of a nuclear war in his annual State of the Nation address. So the Russian President Putin warned of the possibility of nuclear war if Western troops are sent to fight for Ukraine. So if if the Western Western countries step in, take initiative, and help out Ukraine against Russia, they're threatening a nuclear war. And they, they cite to have capabilities to strike Western targets with nuclear weapons. So that's, that's a little scary. We, the last thing we need right now is a nuclear war. If that starts and a bomb is dropped on the U.S., a nuclear bomb, then that would not be good for the economy, for the market. It would crash bigger than we've seen ever, probably. So let's, let's just hope that doesn't happen from an investor standpoint and also just from just from a geopolitical standpoint, we don't want people dying due to nuclear bombs. That's that's just sad. All right. Uh, let's see here. Some media companies are suing Google. So this is in Europe. Europe. So a coalition of European media organizations, which is Axel Springer, just like that's one of the companies, and they filed a $2.28 billion lawsuit against Google. So they're alleging that the company's dominance in the advertising market has harmed their businesses. Wah, wah. Like, just get good. I mean, that's kind of sad that they're suing just because Google's so dominant. But, yeah, because Google really does have a monopoly on just the search engines for advertising. And, I mean, props to them. They've created a, a, a monopoly. It's, it's very impressive. But they're suing for $2.28 billion for, for being so dominant. The FFA, which is the Federal Aviation Administration, asks for Boeing action plan. This is good because Boeing's been having some some issues recently. You guys heard about the panel that flew off that was missing four bolts, landed in a teacher's backyard, and just caused havoc on the plane. There's people wailing, just terrified, traumatized, because the the panel just got ripped off mid-flight. So the FFA has given Boeing 90 days to develop a plan to address quality control issues. They're saying that Boeing must commit to real and profound improvements. So this is good. They don't want to mess with the FFA. That's like the CES for the for the finance world. That's the FFA, FAA. And so they, they need a very profound and real plan for improving their just their secure their control issues, their security issues. So this is this is good news. Oprah, we, we saw that today. Weight loss drug companies like Lilly, Novo Nordisk, they all took hits because Oprah left WW board. So WW is Weight Watchers, and this caused this company's stock to drop by 27% after hours. And yeah, and to make it look like she wasn't doing this just for the weight loss drugs and whatnot, for the money, she donated all her shares to, I don't remember where it was, it was some African American uh, society or just like a, uh, maybe, maybe I can pull it up. Um, I saw it on a news w- website. I don't remember exactly where she donated it, but long story short, she donated it and she's not keeping any of the money, which is, it's pretty cool. It's the National Museum of African American History and Culture. So, 
She was one of the biggest shareholders in Weight Watchers. She had a stake around 10%, and she's donating that stake to this museum. All right, there has been a change in Snowflake leadership. So Snowflake, they had a pretty solid earnings report. Let's pull that up. So while it was good, their guidance was disappointing, and they announced a leadership change, which caused the stock to tumble. So today it's down 20%, and let's check out their earnings report. Uh, it's a relatively new company. Okay, so, yep, they reported 0.35, and their estimate was 0.182 for the EPS, which is a 92% increase. And the revenue, they reported a seven, or $774 million, and their estimate was 760 so that's up 2%. And in case you didn't know, Snowflake is just, it provides cloud data warehousing software. So similar to stuff that like, NVIDIA is doing, Snowflake is involved in just like the, the AI storage essentially. And so their, their CEO, Frank Slootman, he announced his retirement and not a good look, especially with shares plunging guidance is low. And the former Google ad chief, it's, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's Sridhar Ramazwamy will replace him. It's a very difficult name to say. Bud Light, <clears throat> Their stock is BUD. They lost up to $1.4 billion in sales due to the Bud Light boycott. And this impacted its full growth potential, especially in the U.S. However, the company's profits still rose, which is pretty cool. Uh, uh, Novavax, which was the vaccine producer, <clears throat> they dropped 20% after missing fourth quarter expectations and projecting a sluggish 2024 sales. That's because they were like the, the COVID vaccine uh, company and yeah i mean covid the demand is very low for those vaccines so their demand goes down as a company and also the profits all right <clears throat> so bitcoin bitcoin surged and it, once again it's back up to 63 it's, it went up to 64 65 it dropped down to 58 for a little bit and then it went right back up to 63 so um, there's a lot of people that are skeptical of bitcoin they don't they still don't see the value of it Charlie Munger, I'm sure he still would have called it sewage, but there is some real growth potential here in Bitcoin. We're approaching the all-time highs back in 2021, 2022 of around 64, 65,000. And so once we surpass that, I could see it taking off. And this is pre-having period. So this event where Bitcoin is going to be halved, the, this ability to, to, to mine it is going to be cut in half. And we should see the demand for Bitcoin go up even more. And this will probably negatively affect companies like Marathon and, and Riot. That, I mean, these are companies that mine Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's going to suck. It's basically going to cut their returns in half. So they'll, they'll take a hit at first. But with Bitcoin skyrocketing to 100, 150, it wouldn't, in the long run, it wouldn't affect it too much. All right. So... <clears throat> Let's take a quick look over here. Coinbase was up pre-market and the start. So at the start of the day, we did have a pretty hot day. It was doing good. Stocks were shooting up. NVIDIA was up to 797. I think it went all the way up to, let's take a look at their, their daily high. Yeah, it was at 779, almost 780, or, seven, or almost 800, but it's since dropped. It's been leveling around like 790 to 796 it's just been hovering around that bouncing up and down and so it's been a real i mean they're up two percent today which is a 17 dollar increase 
So NVIDIA's is going back up because they've had a pretty slow few days here. Uh, SMCI is up 8%. They're up $63 a share. Good for them. And but that's really that's really it for today. Stay tuned for just for news on the markets because right now the market really is out on a limb, and with the Fed rates cuts not promised, I mean it it's concerning because if those hike again, we could see a serious pullback in the market. The inverse Treasury yields are the bond percentages yields. That's concerning as well. There's just a lot of signals that are that are indicating a recession or a pullback of, of some sort. But I hope that those are reversed and that the market keeps continuing to rise. But we'll have to stay tuned. I'll make sure to keep you guys updated as well. And yeah, so the tip for the day of just investing in stocks is patience. Don't rush into buying stocks or selling them. You need to have patience. That is a very key part of investing, especially in, in securities. And I would just advise doing your research, wait for the, wait for the perfect time. I mean, there's never going to be the perfect time. Don't ever try and call the bottom or the top. Rarely does that happen. I got to sneeze, but just, just be patient. Don't rush into anything without doing thorough research and just wait for the intuition to kick in where you feel that, feel that it's right. So that's just the small tip for the day. Let's get the. Let's get my little podcast, or not my little podcast, my little, what do you call it? My disclaimer, let's get that thing pulled up. All right. So the disclaimer, the, this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared, and they are not responsible for any actions taken based on the content of this podcast. Investing involves risk. It's all risky. And past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damage that may occur as a result of investment made after the scene. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Reach out at marketpulse.io for any questions, concerns, or if you want me to do research on a ticker. And we will, um, I'll see you guys tomorrow.